What time is it? It's time for Ricketts Bursey. Mike, Steve, and Dave. Steve, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I've I've got my own rec soccer team that I've been coaching, and yeah. we started the season two and zero, undefeated. Six so points. Far. Six points out of the available six. Um, what kind of formation? Today. What kind of formation we running, Steve? What are you doing with these kids? You know, I got a t- two defenders, three midfielders, and uh, one up top with a with a goalie behind everyone. All you right, know, fair enough. Fun, fun seventy-seven. Um, no, but it's seriously, it's been it's been awesome. Like we just had uh, practice last night after our first games over the weekend, um, and it was it was fun for me to watch them in that practice, having seen them when the season started and and what they were coming into this with and just how much better they look already. Um, You know, I was able to pull everybody aside one V one and just tell them, you know, how much better they're getting, how much they can improve, you know, the things that I see, the things that, uh, you know, maybe go unspoken during the games or, or during the practices and, you know, it was just a big motivation factor for everybody. And and that it, it's translating, right? Like I, I'm seeing that in practice. I'm going to see it, I'm sure, uh, in our next set of games uh, this weekend. But it's just been such a rewarding experience. I, I've been loving this. Have you kicked a little Ricky off the team yet because of his dad? No, I've not kicked anybody off the team. Because uh, of his dad. Although, although. Is, is I, little Ricky so fine? He's so fine, blows your mind. Uh, you know, here, the thing is, is that I, I, I Mickey, say a little Ricky because, you know, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky's somebody else's kid. Uh, and my kid yeah. hasn't been, if my kid hasn't been kicked off a team yet because of, because of his father, then uh, anyway, sorry. To you know, can I, be, Steve, before I ask, how, or Mike, before I ask how you're doing, I want to, I want to embrace something Steve said. Um, and Steve, we want to hear more about this team as the season goes on because uh, I'm hearing good things, but just an interesting thing that's always struck me. You said seven V seven. Yep. Which of course we all know what that means. Mike, I'm going to go to you as one of the older gentlemen on this call. One of one of two older gentlemen on this call. <laughs> you know, I, th- there's, I, I'm not sure where the line of demarcation is because there was a definitely a shift where when we were kids, you play five on five, three on three, seven on seven, right? Like think about passing leagues in high school. Um, on was the word. And I want to say that video game culture, you know, ushered in the something V as opposed to versus type of a thing. Like, Mike, before you tell us how you're doing, when do you think that V shift happened? And are you mad at me for even asking this question? Because you think I'm trying to keep you from talking about, you know, things you really want to talk about. Uh, here's the thing, Dave, is that uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, about what I feel about that um, later when you okay. actually when you actually introduce me, but you've asked me a question. Uh, you've directed a question at me during Steve's introduction. Um, 
That's all right. Nobody wants it. Nobody's here again. There's Dave being rude. There's Dave being host rude. host code of conduct violated people, all over the place. People here listen tonight, to right? Wicked Spursy for the beer reviews. That's it. That, that's really what it comes <laughs> yeah, down to. It's all about Mike. Um, it's actually for the song, the song associations with the beer reviews. Yeah, because they're, they're like, you're song. full of shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so the V thing, uh is that a thing? Like, are you with me on that? That that happened, and and there was a there was a point that it happened. I think it was like I I don't know that it was a point that it happened, but I I the first time I ever remember hearing about it was from soccer players. Ah, fair. So like uh, in in football, it was eleven man, or it was eight man. Uh, in Vermont, because some of those smaller schools, like the school that's that right, you worked that's for, right. yep, used yep, to play yep. eight man football. Yep. Um, so it used to be eleven man or eight man. Uh, but when we were playing basketball, when we were playing, even you know, we called it kicker, but kickball, uh, it was always on. Right. The only seven time it was on ever seven. V. The only time it was ever V was like shirts v skins. Sure, it's fair. That's a good point. And right. another another layer of that would be the you, right? Like, um, you know, when I was growing up, you were in like seven and eight year old baseball, or you were in like nine and ten year old football. The whole like, and I think it was a we didn't even have that. We had mighty mites, mighty mites, little league, yeah, junior baby, minor Bay league, Bruce. right, right. But the whole like you thing, I remember actually struggling. Like, what does this mean? Like, so if it's twelve, you can you be twelve and be on that team, or is it only the you part of? 12 so it's like 11 year olds and under like I I that's, always an Americanized, that. that's an americanized u8 whatever like in ah. soccer we use it in soccer uh here in the states we use uh, we use u age so just it's like under just like eight, under eight but overseas it might be 21 and under is what you're telling me is that the distinction there is that how that works yeah but they also have you they also have u8 and u10 but they they call it 21 and under so gotcha. it's u21 really interesting all right how about that well like in baseball in baseball here i found my i found my friends my friends kids they play 12 u right so that's only for the yeah that's their that's for their travel teams that's not for their little league teams got it it's all about travel teams that's the real that's the real culprit right there it's the fucking it's the fucking money money making train you know how can we get the most money the aauization of uh of children's sports am i right yeah, or CYO in, in, in my youth. There you go. <laughs> CYO was the Catholic version of AAU. Nice Catholic Youth League, I'm guessing. Catholic Youth Organizations, yeah. Nice, solid, very solid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Steve, excited about your team, man. Um, oh yeah. Any early observations as as Coach Steve? Like any anything you're you're taking away that applies to the bigger world? What do you What do you? Yeah, you need a new manager. Brian Dable sucks. <laughs> Oh, we're not talking about NFL. I know it's international no. break. I'm sorry. Go Woo. ahead. <laughs> Don't talk about football, cocky commander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. We get it. Um, no, I mean, my big takeaway for these guys is that I really need to drill into their minds the need to pass. Um, it's funny. Like, I see some of these kids get into good positions. They're starting to make runs off the ball and not all, you know, kindergarten swarm it together. Um, which is great because the other teams are still swarming the ball. So once they realize they have teammates in plenty of space, it should make them even more threatening than they already are, but they're not passing. Um, So it's funny, you know, I've got this new game that I'm going to play with them uh, where I'm just basically going to have them scrimmage. But as soon as they receive the ball, they have to stop moving kind of like ultimate Frisbee. 
in a way you get the ball, you have to stop. You can only pass it when you don't have the ball. You can run wherever you want. I'm going to force these kids to pass. If they want to score a goal, they are going to pass the ball. Coach Steve is on to something. I like it, buddy. You keep it going. We want updates every week. Absolutely. Do you have a name? We we're deciding on a name this week. We just got our, uh, our, our official Jersey colors. We're going to be green. Um, like 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 Kelly Green or like what color what kind of green are we going for here? We have a forest green and a spring green accent. Ooh. Uh, yeah. So nice. all right. I told them uh you know, I told them at practice yesterday, think of uh what you want the team to be called. We'll have a group vote on it on uh on Wednesday. So yeah, more to come. I vote for Incredible Hulk, so I think that would be a great name. So best of luck with that whole process. Speaking of of the Hulk green meanies, figures, the green meanies, I the like green- that one. The greenies. Vermont green. Oh, that's trademarks. Done. <laughs> just just a bit. Hey, listen, listen. You want it? You want it? I know some people. <laughs> he sure does. Can we, can we just, the, the Vermont green youth youth team, right? Like we'll just, might we'll just get there. some of those players to come in and uh help out for a night, right? Steve, if you right. if you name yourself the green, I promise I will come to your games and I will wear this kit at your games. And, uh, <laughs> just just call yourselves the green. Like I, green I'll, machine. How about the green machine? I'll go find Yaniv. I'll go. I'll go find Yaniv Bazzini, and we'll we'll have him come do a team talk for you. Perfect. That's what we need. Nice. <laughs> He's a man nice. of few words, though. Is he? Is he friends with Manor Solomon? Is that the guy? Yeah, friend? yeah. He grew up with Manor Solomon. So is he a head down dribbler who doesn't pay any attention to what's going on around him? No, no, no. He's a he's a six foot four fucking center forward uh, who heads the ball in and, and shoots rockets from the fucking corners. Complete yeah, opposite. Spurs also have a six foot four, 16 year old. Apparently. Can we get into that stuff? I mean, you can introduce me, Dave. Yeah, I, I actually, Mike, I want to know how you're doing, buddy. Like we've, we've been dancing around this and, <laughs> and I just, I, I feel like too you, much already. I feel like you, you think we're excluding you and I don't want to do that to you. So how, how no, are you, buddy? What's going no, on? So uh, straight off the top, uh, I realized I was being a, a sensitive, a sensitive, uh, little baby last week, uh, <laughs> I was ha- hey, I apologize to you. I think at the time I was having a mental breakdown because uh, of my ADD and the need for everything to be perfect, including uh, my my camera angle, and I was all thrown off. Uh, again, it was very warm in my basement. I don't know why, because my basement it usually sits at around sixty four degrees, a nice healthy sixty four degrees, and uh, you know, so as to not introduce any bacteria. Um, my antibacterial basement. It's like a fucking dude. No, it's episode it's, title right there. I can't believe I think they're we not, got it. <laughs> I cannot believe there are not bats and bears living in this basement. It's <laughs> I try and make it look nice for the for the fans that are that like bears to watch. Beats Battlestar Galactica. Am I right? <laughs> so that said, uh great Identity week. That's not a joke, Dave. Great week. I took my <laughs> I took my dad down to New York City. Yeah, uh, cool Yankee, videos. To the cool Yankee pictures. game. How'd that go? Um, it was it was a great time. Uh we went and visited New York New York City Spurs. Um went down there. Uh the bartender uh gave us a free round of drinks. Um, and as he was doing that, why did he give you a free round of drinks? Was there a reason or he just was kind I was wearing I was wearing my Spurs shirt and my Spurs hat, like I always do. Yeah, but wasn't everybody else also? Yeah, but there was there was uh it wasn't for the match. Oh, gotcha. Okay, my bad. We were there, right. we were there, yeah, because there was no match this week. Uh valid, yes. International so I, break. Yeah, so my dad 
funny thing that happened. I'll, I'll just move on real quick after that. But my dad, uh, he threw two people out of the bar. This surly Irish bartender, like him and his brother own the place. A surly Irish bartender. Super great guy, I thought. Reminded me of my my uh, childhood, a friend, a friend's father. But um, threw these two people out because they came in, made some comments, and he told them to get out. At the same time as he told my dad, we're going to give I'm gonna, this rounds on me. So my dad kind of looked at him like a little funny, like, why is the round on you? But he thought my dad was looking at him funny because he kicked the guy out. And he goes, what? You got a fucking problem with that? <laughs> and I thought my dad was going to get into fisticuffs and it was going to be a, a two 75 year old men fighting each other. You know, that's it's, fun. <laughs> but uh, it turned out my dad was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was just wondering why you're giving us the free beers. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, he's got a spur shirt on. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> Very nice. If you've been down there before, the New York City Spurs, you good group. Uh, yeah, they're a right? good group of folks down there. Uh, we watched actually, we watched some of the some of the Euro qualifiers while we were in there, and uh, some of the tennis match, the US Open tennis match, which was fantastic. Uh, that that young American made it all the way to the semifinals, so that was nice. Uh, and then so, Sunday came home Saturday, and then Sunday um, got to watch my son play his first game in the fucking absolute mud. Uh, and he scored, he scored, these kids were so like connected for the first game. It was wild. They've only had three practices, but like they were so connected and it, and it's neat to see that when you have kids who actually have left the club to see how everybody else reacts and the ball, the, the game was front foot. It was a lot of crisp, clean passing, nice touches. Um, kids were actually looking to pass. Other than, you know, taking the ball down the side and then trying to beat somebody and shoot like kind of, kind of a whole addition by subtraction scenario, right? It, it, it really wasn't. I'm not saying that the kids, the, the two kids that we lost that were forward players were I'm not saying they weren't good. Um, I w- I'm just saying that when you have a need to do something uh, collectively as a team and to get over last year's disappointment of a season. What you do is you learn learn to overcome losing big time scores, which I think will play into what we're going to be talking about a little bit today. Mm, Did nice, we lose a nice big time score? That that and uh, so my son scored two goals and then airmailed a fucking penalty. And and Steve, like yes. our former number ten. Yeah, well, Steve, I was going to say, yes, Lucas Mora did leave the club at the end of the season last year. So, so yeah, yes, that's that the deal. Right. Hey, be- before we get into the football, though, uh, Mike, just want to say for our, our fans and listeners and 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 folks who love Wicked Spurs out there, uh, not this coming weekend, but the following weekend, uh, North London Derby weekend, Mike and I will be in Boston. We will be at Boston Spurs. Um, I will be the guy in the Spurs kit and the Chicago White Sox hat. I'm guessing Mike might be the guy in a Spurs kit and a Boston Red Sox hat. And uh, we're looking forward to that. He's saying, no. Oh, you're going straight Red Sox? You can't. You got to go Red Sox. Uh, no, I'm going all Spurs for, for North London Derby. You are. I said, Darby. I said Even, Darby for you, Dave. You did. Thank you, man. Even to the baseball game, you're going all Spurs? Oh, no, not to the baseball game, no. Oh, so you're going to have to change mid midstream. See, I was trying to be. Oh, I don't know how. Yeah, I guess like, I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. The yeah, it's an afternoon pretty, game, isn't it? Pretty much immediately afterwards, yeah. But, hey, we're excited Uh-oh. about that. We got a big weekend of uh, our favorite athletic teams playing all at once, so it's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. Sorry, Steve. Next year, you're there, bro. 
it happens. And Jake Berger, if you're listening, this was really all because of you. But then you uh, you went and got traded to Miami, and we're happy for you because you're on a team that has a chance. And you can get a tan now. And you can get a tan in the offseason. Yeah, but now you guys won't get to hang out in Boston, which is it's no. Sad. We're just gonna have to have him come have us come down to Miami and, and yeah. invite Wicked Spursy down to the to South Beach. I think we could probably accommodate. I bring my microphone. How about you guys? Yeah, can I charge it to uh, to Miami? The burger, <laughs> just charge it to our HR our department, Steve. You know, care of Jake Burger. <laughs> we don't have we don't have much left in discretionary spending after my uh, Palm <laughs> no, trip last week. So budget years wrapping up shortly. You know, we'll be we'll be good to go. Hey, let's talk the football a little bit, boys. No match to talk about, but there's there's stuff to talk about. Mike, why don't we start with you? What's on your mind as you think about all the things that have happened in the last week or week and a half or so? <clears throat> um, so we can we can talk about a number of things i i want to there's some stuff that has just been coming out recently that we maybe we should talk about you know let's do it let's do it and that is the fact that that is that is the fact here that aaron Rodgers' career might be over achilles done in no no no, i'm kidding Uh, i don't care (laughs) i don't care about that guy uh he's a douchebag um I, I do care about the new douchebag on the on the block though. Um which one's that? Harry Kane. Wow, Ooh. I didn't expect that. I really no, it's this really didn't expect that. So here's the thing: I will always appreciate I will always appreciate and love the things he did for Spurs. And and I will always love Harry Kane, but what he's doing right now seems really fucking douchey, man. Super douchey. It's 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 stuff that you don't do. It's like it's like you're biting the hand that used to feed you. You know, it's like it's like you've given your dog to the next door neighbor because you just can't feasibly take care of said dog anymore. So you have to give them to the next door neighbor. But the next door neighbor is an angry German. And and teaches him the ways of 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 you know the the german dog owner and then the german dog owner uh sees you walking down the road one day and and sticks your old dog on you but the dog doesn't have a problem with it you right, know the dog's happy the dog's happy to chase you and bite your ankles right because either one you gave him away or uh because or two, he's a he's a little bastard or two he's a little bastard who uh who got what he wanted and now he's going to be playing for the consolation cup yeah mike I, I i shared this with you guys on whatsapp earlier like to me the things harry kane is saying and doing um i think about like when you're younger because you know we're three happily and fortunately luckily married gentlemen right but uh when you're younger and you're and you're dating someone you know, when you, when you break up with a girl, you don't talk smack about the old girl, right? Like you just don't do it unless she was a really horrible person who caused you significant harm and then say what you want, but you don't talk smack because you know why it reveals that you're the asshole. It shows that you're the person with the problem and you were the problem all along because you can't shut your mouth about somebody that you allegedly cared about and loved previously. And that's Harry Kane right now. He's being a complete douchebag dick and needs to keep his mouth shut yeah yours is team yours is better than mine mine was stream of consciousness i feel like you had this like ready to go like you had you're <laughs> like shit 
Yeah, tag that's me what it's in, like. Dave, tag me in. I I can add to this. So I just I just feel I just yeah. feel like I feel like Harry Kane. I I don't think he owes the club anything. He gave everything to the club, but you he gave everything not. he had to the club, which wasn't enough. Uh, oftentimes it wasn't enough, but like he was our talisman. He was the face of the club, and and for what it's worth, for the most part, the guy there was never any controversies with him. Right, he was pretty milk toast. He just like just pretty boring, bland dude who uh, has a deviated septum and scores lots of goals. You know, <laughs> um, hey, tag Steve in. I want to hear what Steve says. I do. I do want to hear what Steve says because because I I I just want to. Steve, do you love players who are milk toast with deviated septums? <laughs> do you love that? As long as they're not douchebags, I, I mean, fair, fair. Oh, that, that, that. To me, that's just that, that's English players by and large, right? They're just they're bland, like their food. Right? I mean, I'm sorry, is really Look, exciting. What are you talking about? Nothing against nothing against uh, you know uh, uh, our, our um, English listeners there, but uh, you know I've seen some of the food that uh you claim to be proud of and it is just why peas and fries i mean come on like no uh i'm good, I'm good with beans and toast you guys have beans and toast beans and toast I'll, i i can get behind but yeah. are, are we talking Heinz like beans. english beans or are we talking about like you know some good like barbecue beans yeah like, you no, no no they, like, they have heinz no, it's not. You don't get that Heinz shit. You yeah, I'm talking some, like, yeah. So give me some Bush's baked beans or something like Bush's that. Bush's baked beans. Dude, <laughs> that's I all good. That. We just, all I we did was take all we did was take their beans and added a shitload of maple, yeah, and brown sugar to it. We made them better. That's that's kind of kind of how it goes, right? Anyway, well, we're we're getting <laughs> way off topic. Um, no, Boston Tea that, Party, motherfuckers. So the, the, the thing about Harry Kane that annoys me. Um, is this talk about mentality, right? Like it, it, the reason it bothers me so much is because he was a leader in that dressing room, right? He was one of the players. You left, you left this part out. The, you left, the air you quotes, left the air right? Quotes, yeah, a leader. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Hugo was captain, right? But Kane was up there as vice captain. Leader. We had, um, you know, there was that Eric, that, Eric Dyer. Yeah, not they're not captain captains, but they're player leaders, whatever that was supposed to be. Um, so you know, for him to go and talk about mentality, 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 like dude, you were in a prime position to instill a different mentality in that dressing room, and that didn't happen, right? Um, and then I I you know, we had that that fantastic talk sport interview that came out uh, this week with uh with Ange. And he's talking about the leaders that he selected. And I, I'm going to read this quote um, in response to, you know, Madison, uh, Romero and um, son. He says, you know, a, a lot of it is down. It, it's player driven. You know, Ange can sit there and paint some pretty pictures, but ultimately they've got to buy into it. They've got to believe it. And I keep saying it's their dressing room. They go in there every day. I don't go in the dressing room. The environment is there is going to be key to us being successful. It's got to be driven by them. That, to me, is the big difference between what we're seeing with Harry Kane's ridiculous interviews that he insists on giving that touch on his time at Spurs. Like, dude, just stop it. Shut your mouth. Let it be the past and move on, right? Quit talking about your old girlfriend. 
Exactly. But the difference is, you know, he was a leader. There was no change in his entire tenure. There was no change in that mentality. We got new manager bounce for a little while in any of the multiple changes that have occurred in his tenure at Spurs. We have one manager change, right? And we have one new player who brought, who, who comes in and immediately becomes a team captain, but son and Romero have been there. Son is a, a longstanding servant of the club. And suddenly the mentality is different. The dressing room feels different. It feels refreshed. Uh, and some might say, well, you know, it's new manager bounce. Let's, we're, we have good time, so everything feels good. Let's see if it lasts. I, I disagree with that. I it To me, this feels completely different. Ange believes what he's saying. The leaders, Son, Madison, Romero, they all believe in what Ange is doing, and they are willing to put their necks on the line for him and be that advocate. And it's not just those three either. You know, it, I, I highly recommend uh, if you haven't had a chance to to watch it or to listen to it, check out that talk sport interview. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not just them, right? He's pointing to different members of the squad and saying, you know, you can be a leader. You can be somebody who makes something happen, right? He talked and, about Basuma, right? How he handled Basuma early in the season. Yeah, that was a fantastic uh, bit of I mean, Yeah, he's not, he's not necessarily a different player. He's not mm-hmm. a different player. He's not a different dude, but he came in and said, this is what you need to do as a player. This is what I want you to do. And you need to take ownership of that. Yeah. And you need to take ownership of yourself. And when you're coming in late, you know, just because it's an, it's a preseason training, you're coming in late. You need to take ownership of that because you're a leader on this team and other people, other, these young kids are seeing you coming in and not giving the effort and other players are coming in seeing you not giving the effort and he changed it immediately and that's why that's why this is different for me and just coming in and changing mindsets um and i honestly believe that that if if hk10 was still part of this squad that we would be just as successful um I do because I think that's what Ange Ange is. It's not just about the way he plays football, whether he's just copying Pep, mate, or you know, <laughs> or if he's, you Pep know, old. you know. I, I know, I know. I it, it is, it, but like, it, it's not that he's just copying Pep. It's the it's it's the mindset that he brings and that he's brought to this team, to this club, and the way that he treats players and turns and turns clubs around. And it's not just happened here. It happened in the Australian national team. It happened in the J league. It happened in the Scottish premiership, you know, and it's going to happen here and everywhere he goes, he's given a, he's dealt a shit hand and he's turned shit, rubbed it around a little bit, you know, and made fucking gold nuggets out of it. Like he just did. And, you know, Unfortunately, I, I hope that Brendan Rodgers doesn't ruin all the progress that fucking Ange made in, at Celtic. Um, but Ange brings with him a mindset that he the, instills in the players. That's the key, Mike. Like, is and I do, about- do you know? Do you know what I've been saying all these years that we've been doing this podcast? And you guys have always said it's on the players. It's on the players, but it's also on the manager. I've always said you have to manage these players. And this is what I'm talking about. This guy's a manager. Yeah. I'll I'll give you that for sure. But he's not going to, he'll throw those, he'll throw those players to the fucking wolves in private 
maybe. And maybe he, like he said, he did that with Basuma and maybe the words were a little different than he used in the interview, but he's never going to do that out in front because he's going to, he's going to take ownership for the things that he is responsible for. What what I love about the guy is um, you're right. Mindset is the foundation of it all. And then there's this, there's a, there's an accountability baked into all that, right? Yeah. There's an accountability from the, from the foundation all the way out to when they're on the pitch and when they're doing interviews, like, like they own their work, they own what they're doing. And what I love, what I love about Angel the most, and, and, you know, it would be easier to say like, Oh, I hope I don't regret saying this, but I'm pretty confident. I won't regret saying this is he holds people accountable, holds himself accountable. He's like, look, this is on me. If this doesn't work, this is on me. And, and we have not seen a manager with that approach in quite some time and he's fearless. And I don't mean fearless about like he he'll try anything, but I mean, he's not afraid of the ramifications of the decisions he makes. He will take on the block of older players that think they own the locker room or I'm sorry, the dressing room, right? Like look at Eric Dyer going and crying to daddy Levy, trying to get a little something and don't care. Right. Like, like he will take that on. They're like, we're going to bring in a 16 year old center back. Bingo. Yeah. You go go, bitch. Watch this Dyer. Right. Like he, and he, he is not afraid of the ramifications, whether they're legit or imagined of, of his actions. And I love, I love that mindset. Cause he's like, look, this is how we do it. This is how it's going to be. If I'm your coach, I'm your manager. You either ride with me or you don't. And it's, it it feels good right now, boys. It feels really really good. The word that I would use is empowering. Like that's to me what he's doing. He's empowering the players to, to go out there and, and play. Right. And, 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 you know, that's exactly the point, that accountability, that mentality, everything that we've talked about, it's all in the name of empowering the players to be their best selves out there. And, you know, we, we were talking back when he was, uh, you know, first announced as manager and and we were still speculating uh, based on interviews that he's given at previous organizations, uh, what might happen. But I, I think what we're really starting to see is he does like he does believe everything that he says he gets the players to buy into it and if it backfires he will be the first person in that firing line that says look i i, I put the team out there i made that look at the carabao cup loss right when we went crashing out to to fulham mm-hmm. he held himself accountable for that you know he was the one who picked the lineup he chose those players he put them out there but he also you know? had a good reason he's like i have to see these guys play he <laughs> did have a good reason uh, but more more than that, and and the other thing that I really love from this interview that he gave is that he basically says, you know, I'm not here to win something for the sake of winning something. I'm here to instill a specific style of play that will bring long term success. Right? We're not just looking to win a cup and then finish tenth because that's just terrible. Right? You might think, oh, we've got silverware now, but look at what it cost you. Right? You had to sacrifice for that. He's not about sacrificing. He wants it all. You know, he wants to win every game. He wants to win these trophies, but he wants to do it the right way. No shortcuts, no forcing the issue. It's got to be an organic, systemic change from the ground up. He's laying the groundwork, and we are going to be that much better for it in the long run. God damn, you know, Steve, I am impressed with you every single episode that we do with this. Um, I'm not so impressed with you in person because you're slighter than (laughs) I thought you would be. 
<clears throat> I um, get that a lot. <laughs> man. Steve, you're not as imposing as Mike would like. I love it. I love his perfect perfectly groomed beard. Um, (laughs) He looks like a he looks like a young a young child who is like mascara on a beard. He does talk like he's from New Jersey. We can't ignore that, right? No, that's That's, fine. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. Uh, No, no, we love you, Steve. Um, But you do you absolutely impress me every single time you talk. We talk, and uh, I I just love your takes. And God bless you, man. Just copy an Ange, mate. Just copy an Ange, mate. <laughs> hey, Coach, Coach Steve is bringing it, and Coach Steve is everywhere. So uh, I, I'm excited Believe. about that. You, you guys, you want to know something I love, Mike? What's that? I love having the opportunity to let Steve ask a really special question, and I, I think it's, it's a- time. It's time for Steve to ask a really special question. Is it really? Oh it yeah, is. We're already. That Boom! Yeah, we're we're there. Incredible. So I guess I'll, I'll just I'll ask it. Uh, Hey Mike, what you drinking? Oh, that's nice of you, Steve. Uh, well, Steve, you know he, he loves it when you ask that. I Steve. do love when you ask that question. Um, we were at Yankee Stadium this weekend. My dad got to ask the question. Uh, while that was I, cool, I, cool I video. I didn't answer. I did an Instagram for anybody who wants to see. Uh, it's Wicked Spursy Pod uh, on Instagram. Uh, my dad asked the asked the question of me while we were at the stadium. Uh, I, w- I will say that Yankee Stadium has no salted peanuts in the entire stadium. And that's a Mike, fucking crying shame. And it's Mike emblematic. Likes, Mike of, likes his nuts to be salty, Steve. Am I right? Uh, you know, somehow I knew that about him. Yeah. For some reason, Old the Yankees salty don't nuts, get it. Mike. They thought they, they're going to have all these big cushy seats in their new billion-dollar stadium. That's an exact replica of the other stadium. But they have all these nice big cushy seats that they're going to sell for all this money. And they can't sell the seats down in front because they're too fucking expensive. And then they made another marketing decision, which was to have unsalted peanuts at a baseball park. Because what gets you to buy more beer? Salty, delicious food. You know what I did see, though? I saw a guy drinking a beer out of a hot dog. What? (laughs) Uh, Four rows down. Out of a hot dog or through a hot dog? I watched him take take a straw or a poker of some sort. So he cored out the hot dog. Cored out the hot dog, dropped it into his beer, and drank (laughs) his beer out of the hot dog. That's how salt, how salt needy these people, these baseball fans in New York are. They need salt. If 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 they were smart in the in the Bronx, there they would have had salted peanuts, which makes people buy more beer to wash down the salt, right? And then as you wash down the salt, you're buying more beer, you're getting drunker, you're making terrible decisions, and then what happens? You buy a $17 milkshake. <laughs> $17? I bought a milkshake that was this big. Was it worth it? Dude, it was fucking good. I believe it. I believe it. It's like one of those it things you go, be. like you, you see the like hidden gem food things on 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 any of the reels or the TikToks or whatever. At Yankee Stadium, I found it. It's it's the seventeen dollars. So, Mike, uh, to- I, Mike, I know we're in the midst of keep that hidden for a moment. I know we're in the midst. Can I do a PSA really quickly? Would that be okay with you? Is it about seventeen dollars milkshakes? It's about salt. It's about sodium. It's about bad stuff. What do you say? Can I do it really quick? Twenty yeah. seconds is all I need. You better do this real fucking. I'm gonna fast. time you. All right, go. As you guys know, and I, I I'm revealing um, some some personal. Uh, HIPAA protected information here, but I'm going to do it anyway. A member of my family earlier this week over the past weekend suffered from kidney stones. 
and uh, went down to take care of this member of the family, make sure everything was okay. I've had multiple people tell me, um, and this member of the family is part of an age group that is very prone to drinking energy drinks, you know, like the five hours, the this, that, the other sodium, excessive vitamin intake for energy, et cetera. I've had a handful of people tell me this week, I've had kidney stones and the doctors told me that it was the energy drinks. That was it. So PSA for our listeners, lay off that crap folks. Like you need some energy, drink some coffee or have a glass of juice, but lay off of that, that energy stuff. Cause it's coming for you. And from what I'm told, pissing out a stone is no fun. Uh, regardless of your gender, whatever you may choose to have your gender be pissing out a stone is no fun whatsoever. So Mike PSA over. Back that was you. way more than great PSA. Seconds. We're gonna have to dock your pay again. I dock it. Yeah. Great serious. PSA, Dave. And on top, on top of that, I will say, uh, despite the fucking shitty owner of the company who makes Prime, Prime is a good energy drink. That's good. For, it's not an energy drink. It is a uh, sports drink that's good for you. It's low in sodium. Contains shitloads of electrolytes because it's made with coconut water. Who's the and shitty our, owner? Uh, Logan Paul. Logan, that's right. I knew that. I heard Prime. He, he is a douchebag. He's a Harry Kane caliber douchebag, actually. Uh, uh, about maybe not that. Harry Kane's not that bad. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so today we have uh, this beer. So I went to this place uh, called Jacob's Pickles uh, to get it in New York City to get, uh, well, to get a biscuit um, and to get some pickles. Um, and the biscuits there are huge. They're fucking, you know, two and a half, three inches thick. They're about as big as your goddamn palm. They're like just huge biscuits. Um, What's that one called? What do you got? Biscuit ready? What's that? What's it called again? Biscuit beer. Biscuit beer. And then it says crisp and bready. Is that what I'm saying? Crisp and bready. So like, I don't know. I've been looking. I've been trying to look this up, Steve. You got to do the research, Um, but I can't find it. But it's from Jacobs. It's uh, from the Bronx Brewery. Yep, that's the we've, the we've reviewed them before, right? You've yeah, them before. Um, this is crisp and bready. I've, I've, I don't know what this beer is going to give me. So I love, my, love the name. I'm excited. I guess this is going to be some sort of like lager. It looks like a lager into the Duff glass mug. How about that, Stevie? Into the Duff. There you go, Stevie. That's for you, buddy. <laughs> Very nice. Duff man. Duff man strikes. It, it smells a little. I, like- I got a. We got a one finger biscuit head on the top there. I was expecting well, more biscuits. Not a mic finger. It's kind of a a, a small child. Okay, finger, so it's got so it's it. got a it's got a sweetness. It's got a sweetness like an American lager. Um, it's like as far as the smell goes, um, it looks really fizzy. Um, it looks kind of crisp and clear. Uh, you know, my aunt once, I, and I, she should have, she should have trademarked the term, but she ca- used to call, uh, she used to call beer whole grain water. Hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and drink this and see what we get. It, it'll be I arguably so better than curious. Duff beers. I'm curious. I, I'm hoping for the best here, Steve. I really, I want to, I want to go. Wow. Look at, look at my getting after this thing. He just went for it, man. He sure did. Mike, what what say you? That's a really good fucking beer. I should have bought more. Ooh. I should have bought more. I mean, that's a really All good right. Beer. Here we go. So this thing has no like. It's definitely an American. It's an American style lager. 
It's it's like a uh, it's like a Budweiser, similar to a Budweiser, less heavy. Oh, it's good though. Um, it's not that bitter. Um, a pickle might be good in it. You know, you ever had a pickleback? Yes. Never. Um, uh, Dave, so Dave, a pickleback is just a. It's like a. It's like a lager beer or a pilsner beer, and they drop a pickle in it. It's 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 and it's actually the pickle juice is great and it reacts with the beer and it and it's salty and it's briny and and it, it takes the bitterness and the bite out of the beer. Okay, just it's the same way that like you'll you'll see when we get to the when we get to the but, park and actually of that reminds that reminds me of your your favorite band Mike Nickelback. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I N- not a Nickelback version of a pickle bag. Whenever I've had it, it's always been whiskey followed by a shot of pickle juice. Oh, pickle juice, right? Yeah. Ah, there you go. So, which is delicious, by the way. My grand so to get away from this, but my grandfather used to drink pickle juice. Uh, My grandfather used to drink quite a bit, but he would drink pickle juice to get rid of a hangover (laughs) because of the salt in it and because of the electrolytes. You know, uh, it's and and vinegar kills everything. You know, that's in your gut. Um. Do you have that in your antibacterial basement? I know I don't, but I'll tell you though, it, I looked this up and it is an actual thing like pickle juice as a hangover cure. And it's a thing that the Eastern Europeans used to do. The Polish and the Czechs used to do to get rid of their hangovers. They could just continue to drink and drink and drink. Uh, this beer is really fucking good. Um, it is sweet. It's crisp. Uh, it's This is not even super cold because it's been sitting down here for the past 35 40 minutes um it's five percent alcohol it has no distinguishing anything on it it just says uh uh jake from jacob at jacob's pickles it says we believe in the american craft beer movement and are proud to be a part of it um i applaud them their uh their chicken biscuit was breakfast biscuit was great um their biscuits are fucking huge their pickles are good um, and now I get to taste the beer. Um, now you get oh, to rate the beer. Oh, He's man, happy, I'll be yeah. going back. I'll be, go- I'll be going back. Give us a it's, rating, buddy. I, I don't give ratings like this to loggers that often, but I want to go back for another one of these after we're done here. Okay. Um, this one for me is going to be a 3.9. Oh, interesting. 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 You broke one of the cardinal rules of of Mikedom. Did you know that? What's that again? Anytime you say this is a really good fucking beer. Uh, anytime you say that, always 4.0 or above. And you you went just under. So I was 4.1. Steve was 4.3. We were anticipating that low four kind of number, but you uh, you violated. So why? Tell us why you violated. I don't know why I violated. I thought that's pretty fucking good. No, there are some Mike rules that Steve and I know that we don't talk about with anybody else. I and, thought 3.9 uh, was really fucking good. Yeah, you just violated one. <laughs> yep. The first reaction is always the clue. Uh, that's what we that's what we operate off. But the Would fact that agree, I Mike? drink half of it, that I drink half of it before. That's you did that and like, factor, yeah. Really, really good beer. This is really good beer. Yeah. Uh, how about a song, buddy? What do you got there? Um, I know what he's going to pick. It's going to be something by his favorite uh of all time william joel <laughs> i'm thinking he's going with you know what he's going with steve uptown girl that's what that's actually steve i'm gonna send this to you and then when he says this um we can, you can uh, tell me that i was right 
Um, I got to make sure the name of the song is correct. Oh, shoot. That's not the one I just sent. Yeah, probably not. But that's a good, good. It pick. is. It is. It is right. Okay. Uh, I'm going. Oh, Sherry. She's so fine. No. Oh, Sherry by <laughs> by uh, Journey's on Stephen Perry. Ah. Oh, Sherry. I'm in love. Come on. You know that song. I was thinking, oh, Mickey, he's so fine. He's, he's so, so fine. He blows my mind. Hey, Mickey my, does. He my does. Guy hey, went with, we'll get into that in the second half. We'll get into that. I went with American Woman, the Lenny Kravitz version. That was my uh, that was my prediction for you there. You will never. That's that's a blasphemy. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, blasphemy. That, it's heresy. You should be put to death for that. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice knowing you fellas. I, I'm out. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. All right, this has been a uh, this has been uh, American Woman. No, this has been Hey Mike, what you drinking? With a uh, biscuit beer and uh, a slightly lower rating than we expected, and a good song, good song call. Thanks, Mike. Well done, as always, buddy. The Bronx Brewery, baby. Hey, uh, let's go. Uh, let's move on. Looking ahead, I, I guess here's how I want to start this conversation. I like like you guys, and like I'm sure most of our listeners, you know. I listen to a number of Spurs based pods. And one of the things I've noticed is it feels like, like Spurs supporters are overlooking this coming weekend's fixture and just looking ahead to the North London Derby and and not really talking about the fact that we have to play another game before we get there. Um, Are you guys seeing that or am I just making that up? And uh, what do you think about? Yeah. What do you think about the, the, the upcoming match? Not the one that's two weekends away. Who, Who do you want to hear from first? Uh, I think I think it's Steve O'Clock right now. So, uh, so Steve, Steve, Steve uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, in that interview, they also asked Ange about the the Derby. And he yeah. also said, we've got Sheffield coming up like one game at Bingo. a time, mate. <laughs> Dave <laughs> and Ange, like we are, we are um, linked. But are no, linked. Uh, this should be an interesting, you know, there was a part of me that uh, was sort of dreading this international break for a number of reasons right it throws off the flow um it's two extra games that some of these players are doing midweek that Mm -hmm. will invariably impact their performances when it comes time for us to play um and it's it's one of those things that disproportionately affects the bigger teams because they're the ones whose players are going out whereas some of the uh mid to lower table sides probably don't have quite as many um in particular there was i don't know if you guys saw uh there was a challenge on romero today uh that looked like it could have broken his ankle uh and it it, it looks like he's okay but at, at the time i was like of course like that would have to have happened um but looking at sheffield for the weekends you know i uh, this is going to be a fun game for us i think uh sheffield aren't good but they're they're plucky i think that's the word i'd use they're a plucky team right like they can come up and they can you know like they scored a goal against city city won that game but they they were able to you know apply themselves put their their stamp on the game and and really make it difficult uh for manchester city they somehow uh, managed to draw Everton last time out, and Everton is another team that I believe is just dog shit. Um, but Sheffield, they're, they're Tell us how you really feel, Steve. 
look, th- this team has scored goals. Their position in the league is is maybe not where they'd like it to be, given that uh, they scored four goals, Steve. But they have scored, unlike the Giants. Um, sorry, NFL. <laughs> one one game, Steve. One game. Relax. One game. I know. Um, but they're Paris, they're Paris opponents, right? Receiver. Manchester City. They've scored against Nottingham, which is another you know lowish midish table. Um, they're fighting for their lives. Sheffield's one of those teams that is from day one fighting for their lives to stay in the league. They are playing their game. They're not playing that boring ass. Let's just stick everybody behind the ball and pray that it works out. Like they're, they're trying, they're truly trying to do something and to make their fans proud. And that in the past would have made it difficult for Spurs who, uh, you know, crumble under pressure. And, uh, you know, the first sign of something going wrong is just the end. Um, I don't feel that way anymore. If for whatever reason, Sheffield manages to score, uh, so what, you know, like we'll fight back. We've got that, that mentality that we were talking so much about. We're going to push them. Uh, it's a home game for us. We're going to have, a. a I imagine a fantastic crowd cheering and John cheering the team on seeing that sort of game that we've been dying for and that we've experienced over the first few games of the, the season so far, we have seen a lot of positivity. We have seen the team moving in the right direction. We've seen it being managed the way that we've begged for it to be managed over the last few years. We are in the driver's seat for this game i can't imagine sheffield wins i can't imagine they get a point out of this game but they're going to try and that is what is going to make it a fun game they're going to try spurs are going to probably punish them for it uh but you know credit where it's due i i like sheffield i i appreciate the way they try to play um and and i kind of hope they stay up at everton's expense <laughs> uh, Everton specifically, uh, you know, the other teams, who cares, right? But as long as Everton goes down, if it's Sheffield that, that drives the nail in that coffin, I'll be happy. Um, but no, I think it's going to be a good game. I think Spurs are going to win by a few goals. Should be fun. Does Mikey likey? What do you think, Mike? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think about, I think about, um, I think about these teams that were just promoted. So we have Luton Town. Like, what a great story, right? I don't know that they're gonna win. Um, they might win a match or two. They might beat Everton. They might be. They'll, they'll squeak out a couple. They, 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 they might like they, they, they're actually kind of fun to watch. Uh, usually, when you see these teams that are newly promoted. They just drop in the fucking dice ball and they fucking low block and fucking yeah. just park the bus and try and like eke out like draws so that they can fucking somehow stay in the league and then they can start to build because that's how you build when you just come when you're just when you just come up. Can we pause there for a moment? I've thought about that a lot. You watch these teams play and like they yeah. they fly high when they're winning in the championship, right? And then they they come to the prem and they have to completely change their approach, otherwise they don't survive. It's it's a it's kind of a real uh, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. It's almost a bipolar type of a a mindset for them to shift from one extreme to the other. But that's just my observation. Yeah, I mean, like so. <laughs> 
Sorry. Uh, my, my, I just asked my wife how the ZD was and she said, uh, it was bu- she said it was bussing, <laughs> bussing with a G. With a oh, G. Oh, she used the G. <laughs> Anywho. Um, so she meant, she meant buzzing, right? Bussing. No, like bussing. No G. I know, I know. Like, like the kids, these, like the kids the, said. These kids these days. So, like these seven, seven V7 nonsense. I just got, I just got thrown off. My whole train of thought just got thrown yeah. off by that. Sheffield. So, <laughs> Sheffield. Sheffield. Uh, low block. Yeah. So, you, what you're not seeing is uh, is these three promoted teams this year, Burnley, Sheffield, and Luton are not trying to play that game. They're trying to play their game that they played in the championship, which would work if they had the ability to recruit players to play in those systems. Mm-hmm. But they just don't have the money, especially a, a Luton Town, who had to take all that money for promotion and put it into their stadium so that they could actually show games on TV. Right. Um <laughs> and have the infrastructure to play in the premier or have stairs for the 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 fans to walk yeah, up. Yeah, they were down, just right? like, holy fuck, yeah. this happened. <laughs> um, um so you know, you have these teams like Burnley, um and Vincent Company, you know, and 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 even with Sheffield and Heckenbottom Heck what's it is it Heckenbottom? Um Heckenbottom? Yeah. I, so Heckingbottom. Heckenbottom, okay. So, like, he, Paul Heckenbottom, yeah. So, they come in, and they're just like, fuck it, we're going to play our game. The thing mm. is, like, that's fool. That's a fool's folly. Like, that is the same thing that Chris Wilder thought. And, and, it, and it worked a little bit with Chris Wilder. He got the team to stay up for a couple of years, and then that tree never, like, bared any fruit, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, it didn't work out, like... The thing with Sheffield is like where they're fucking really good is when they're playing at home because that 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 those fans and that fan base that place is a goddamn fortress and it's hard to play when Sheffield's at home no matter what game you're playing. Um, here's the thing: it didn't work for Burnley. It's not going to work for Sheffield. Uh, Absolutely. And- and 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 it, it might and, work at first, right? But then it's it's coming for you. It, it's like uh, it's uh, what's the, it's the Yamamoto quote, right? Like they scored against fucking against fucking City, right? Uh, you know, I fear we have may may have awoken mm-hmm. a sleeping giant. Yep, like, precisely. Yeah, City was like, oh fuck. All right, let's try. These guys want to play. Let's <laughs> okay, go. And let's it, it go. Happened, it happened with us in Burnley, right? Yep, totally. It's like let's let's pull our britches up. It's time. It's time to uh, get off the can and start playing fuck, some fucking. But Mike, football. how cool was it? That was the first game in years where we gave up the first goal, and you weren't like, oh, geez, I was. I was. Oh, you you that. were like that. You're like, oh, geez, like, here we go. Again. I actually looked at Brian and I, Brian from Rhode Island, and I said, Brian from Rhode Island, and I said, what the fuck? And he's what like, he said. I don't know, man. And and then it just like it seemed to get worse, and then I was like, and then we got possession we actually found possession i was like oh oh okay cool yep set us down. calm down and then we yep. got the equalizer and then i was like all happy yep. um and i knew things were going to work out so i was one of those guys like fuck i don't know what's going to happen here chicken little chicken little mikey it could yeah sky's falling man uh, <laughs> i remember we used to do that um so i think that chef united is it, it, not gonna they might provide a couple of moments where you're like oh shit 
but I don't think they're going to, they're there. If all these teams that want to come in and play us, God bless you. And it, maybe it's me being a little cocky right now. There are going to be teams that are going to want to come in and play us and be good at it. Um, like, you know, the, your cities, um, your Newcastles, you know, teams that have good midfielders have good forward lines. They're going to be good at it. And those are going to be shootouts, man. Those are going to be shootouts, but like a team like Sheffield, if they're going to come out and try and play us, God bless you and good luck because you're going to get a lot of fucking goals scored on you. I like it because, because you're going to, you're going to have probably 30, 35 to 40% possession. And it's going to be a nightmare all fucking day because it's going to be like, Punch, 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 punch. And teams like that, they have like that puncher's chance, but it doesn't, it, it, you know, you might, you might score a knockout blow, but it's probably not likely. There aren't, there aren't a lot of Buster Douglases out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice and reference. The, like and the, and especially in the Premier League, it's, it's really hard as a promoted team to, 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 to work your way through. I honestly believe that Luton Town, Sheffield, Everton, Wolves, and and uh, Burnley are going to be fighting, duking it out at the end of the season again, and we're going to be we're going to all be watching with bated breath to find out who 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 stays up and who goes down. Here's what we do know: two of them will stay up, and three of them will go down. Right, and and those are those are the teams you're not going to see at Crystal Palace. You're not going to see Aston Villa is playing great looking football. I like watching yeah. them. Yeah. Um, you know, and and you're not going to see you're not going to see those like crystal palace and, and, and those mid table teams, mid table teams like, like Chelsea, Chelsea, not Chelsea, Manchester United, United, uh, Nottingham force. No, I think, I think Manchester United, Manchester United is going to be fine. Uh, They'll be fine, but it's nice to call them mid table, especially when they continue to continue, they continue to protect rapists and what a bunch of scumbags. No question. Oh, and and pedophiles, pedophiles and rapists. Yeah. Steve, what uh, what's on your mind as we as we look ahead? Looking ahead, are, are you are we looking ahead or are we looking closing thoughts at this point? Well, yeah, tr- truthfully, we are looking closing thoughts. Steve, do you have any closing thoughts? I, I it's, did. It's getting near Steve's bedtime. It is. Yeah, we are Steve's witching <laughs> hour. We need to we need to honor that. No, I mean, uh, I've had two other thoughts. Right, so. Um, if you're going to indulge in the international break, U.S. plays in like 45 minutes against Oman, uh, and Oman that should be an interesting game. I, you know, I, I struggle with this team because uh, I really hate Greg Berhalter with a passion, and I want him <laughs> to fail. Uh, but I also want to see the U.S. win, uh, so I'll, I'll be tuning into that. Um, but also, and I shared this uh, with a select few earlier, big PSA. The Barbie movie is available on digital now, and I still recommend that to everybody. It is such a good movie. Better you know, than it Steve, has any right to be. And, and I, I plan to watch it. In honor of you, I, I actually looked today on, like, you know, we use Apple TVs, so on, like, the Apple Movies app, right? You, you could buy it for $24.99, or you could rent it for $23.99. That's how they had it listed right now. <laughs> It's like, damn, it's like, guess, uh, guess I'm buying Barbie. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's my closing thoughts. Watch the U.S., watch Barbie. 
I, I don't man. know how much more out of left field I can come, but uh, Michael, Michael, top that man. I US am Barbie. I am full on lefty, lefty over here. I think we all knew that, right? <laughs> left, left field, Steve. How about you, Mike? Close well, left field, Steve. You didn't make it. You didn't make a socialist joke. You didn't make a any kind of a union um, joke at Steve or an organizing joke. Actually, no. There's there's like a major capitalism. Uh, MAGA joke to be made there actually if I really want to go there but I'm not going to so, go there you, oh, I'm, I'm going to leave jokes so he's nice day this week <laughs> yes they are jokes but you know that they themselves are the jokes not they, the content that they, they themselves are the jokes yes that is correct <laughs> um so I have not I have nothing to say on Steve's uh on Steve's Barbie movie comments um I will, be, I will be I will because, be I because you refuse to watch or what, what's no I refuse to pay for uh the $30 for to see the Barbie movie right now Valid. That, that that's fair. I, I can't be mad at that. Okay. So, oh, you want my closing thoughts? Yeah. So, what else you got? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want. I want to. I want to stretch this out and continue it all night. I would love to, but I know Steve has a little guy. Uh, Dave and I are old, and and our children can put themselves to bed. In fact, Dave's are not even in his house my right now. Aren't even else. I got some red <laughs> beans and rice downstairs waiting for me. That's that's really all I'm looking oh. to. Yeah. Giddy oh, up, get baby. You that. Yeah. You ever had Popeye's red beans and rice? I have. In fact, I had it over the weekend, uh, driving up 95, stopped at a rest area and got some Popeye's. So I got, yeah. I got, I did on the, my way home from the train station in Albany, got the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich in, in Troy. Uh, no, no, not the, not the one in Troy. Okay. Fair enough. But it was the best chicken sandwich I've ever had at a fast food place. Nice. That Albany to New York run is a good run. That 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 train station. You got a York? Sonic. They got a Sonic too, right yeah. there. There's Popeyes great... and Sonic in the same fucking place. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. You but get anyway. tots and a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Closing so, thoughts, Michael. Close my my closing thoughts are these. Um, I think that we've had we've had um a phenomenal window uh, at Tottenham. Um, there were a lot of people out there and a lot of chirpers on the. Uh, on the web and on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook and wherever the fuck else you want um, to, to chirp on social media. They're, they're out there. And I can say that, like, I can say that whether or not they believe Daniel Levy has done a good job. I think this window shows that Daniel Levy has done a good job. And I feel like a, a prodigy had, done a good job too um prodigy didn't know prodigy, t- the the consultant prodigy you referred to right yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah, like, yeah 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 prodigy 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 we know where you're going prodigy. yeah we got it yeah anyway no um so anyway i i i feel that like kind of prodigy wasn't playing any kind of 4d chess he was buying players for who we thought was going to be the manager which was conte but it turns out he bought man. He got players that are going to work out in an Ange system. So backhandedly, he kind of did play some four D chess, right? Five D um, chess, five D chess. So, but I think that at this point, like Daniel Levy did a good job. Um, he there were a couple of players that he got out last minute, sent them to Galatasaray, um, got them Champions League football good for those players and and good luck to Divins and Sanchez. I know I said some shit last week. Um 
Yeah, Angry was Mike it? was Angry Mike was not on board with uh, any Davidson love for you. No, I, I I think we said what we needed to say about Davidson. Fair, but um, but that said, good luck to those players. We got the players out that we needed to get out. I think it's it's now it looks like it's going to be smart that we kept guys like Gio Lacelso around. It's going to be smart that we kept guys like Hoybear around. Um. And maybe it's going to be smart that we kept guys like Eric Dyer around. I don't know yet, but we're weak at the back. And that was the, that's the only spot that like we didn't really super improve, but like apparently Ashley Phillips is really impressing um, Ange and, and, and training. Um, we have probably the best left back in the in the premier league and one of the probably top three to five in the world right now um in destiny odoji um and, and i just i i i can't help but mention the comments over the past week that the greatest player of all time and i and i'm not pulling any fucking punches here Messi is the greatest player of all time said about our own number 17, the, the the man in the back, the angry man in the back, Christian Romero, said he is the best defender in the world right now. And it's true. He put in a fucking performance in against Ecuador. Um, he put in he, he's been putting in performances all season this year so far. No fouls, no, fouls, no yellow cards, no red cards. Christian Romero is a transformed man as of right now. I think that Tottenham Hotspur, barring any kind of craziness that happens with, with AFCON and that kind of stuff, I think if we can get to and through January with only a couple losses, I think we can pull probably 30 points into Jan- going into January. And that's what I've looked at through the job that Daniel Levy has done, getting new players in and getting um, dead weight out and, and, and bolstering the coffers for a for January transfers. And I think that's where we're going to find our defenders. We just have to get there. Mike, I got a quick question. This is not a critical question, but just thinking about, cause you mentioned, I know I went a roundabout way to get to where I was going. No, that's all right. You mentioned AFCON last week and this week, and I'm trying to think through beyond Basuma and SAR, and I'm not saying those are any small, you know, impacts. I think, are those the only two guys we have that would be AFCON impacted? I'm trying to just sort out in my mind the Benton Kerr return, like what that all looks like in terms of the threats of the AFCON tournament. You don't know. So the, the, yeah, I mean, you have to think of, you have to think of Basuma because Basuma is playing that number six role, right? Yep, yep. Um, you have to think of Sar because he's playing that eight. Who are their replacements, right? So we have there are to, no there are no like replacements. I mean, that's fair to say, right? The closest we're gonna get is as a Bentonker playing a six. Mm-hmm. Silky right. pudding. Silky pudding, baby. We've missed Silky. I'm excited to have him back. I, I I will I will be excited to have him back too. The kid the kid can play. Um just so just saying that uh as as Steve leaves, um Love you, brother. Um, but I honestly think that those two guys leaving are, are going to leave some huge holes. Yeah, valid. 
I, I, I can't we have to that. have a dominant midfield in order for the system to work. Yep. And unfortunately we have to wait until January, maybe to solve more of those issues, but we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Right. I, th- I think we will. And I think Levy has been actually pretty decent in this window doing what he needs to do without. I, it, it's still the front office fucking shit. Like drives me crazy because where is it? Where's our favorite man in, in, in mom jeans, Scott Mon? Where is he? Where I is think he, he, he just, just starts his, now, doesn't he? Right. Yeah. Didn't he just, yeah, we don't have a director of football. Like, okay. I, I just don't but understand. Fabio has been behind the scenes, man. He's been consulting. Yeah, we're, we're good. You know yeah. what I say, Mike? You know what I say to people who, who, who trash talk the Spurs window? What's they that? can they can eat an unsalted bag of Yankees nuts. That's what I say to those people. You, you like that? Yeah. All uh, right, Mike. My socks just lost the Yankees for first half of the doubleheader. So, oh, that's too bad. That's okay. Um, my socks just lost to the Royals for the first half of the doubleheader. So you're you're better off than I am. Should Actually, we, maybe, should maybe we uh, should we should we plug? I think we should. I think we should plug our special guest next week as we as we sign off. Oh, you think we should? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, usually we keep it close to the vest. I know. I, you know what? I think, I think it's going to be good right, to, right. because this, this fella doesn't always get invited on the pods. And I think that he's the, I think he's the straw that stirs the drink. All right. Do you mind if I give it a shot to I mean, do the plug? You okay? Yeah. Go ahead. So we've said this on the pod before. Uh, for me, my Spurs gateway drug podcast was the the world famous fighting cock um picked them up is the original right the original when i was first kind of getting into football english football premier league football like that that was the soundtrack of how i made sense of that and i was i was fascinated to find guys who didn't just talk tactics as much as i love that like they 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 talk a lot of other stuff they talk a lot of other stuff and uh, we've had flab on and we, stuff, we love stuff like Mike talks. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like Mike talks. We've had flab on and we love and appreciate flab. Um, we've had Wendy on who used to be um, with that organization. And uh, we've, uh, we've talked about having Vasconi too. We had Vasconi on as well, but we got a guest coming up next week. And that I, the Mike and I and Steve are really, really excited about We've got Ricky from the fighting cock coming on, on board. And what I love about Ricky is I, to my knowledge, he doesn't do a lot of other pods and he is the, um, maybe the beating heart of, of, of that organization in, the in some ways that drink. Man. Yeah. In, in some ways that are fun and exciting. Um, he is both smart and irreverent and we value both those things, uh, here on wicked Spursy. So we are, we're really excited next, uh, we're recording next Sunday. We'll probably get it out next Monday. Ricky from Fighting Cox is going to be with us, and uh, it's going to be a fun one. Looking really, really looking forward to it. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing to to seeing and talking to Ricky, uh, my my son, who is uh, we all know is uh, 11 years old. Um, the only time I let him listen to the Fighting Cock is when Ricky's on. Nice. Um, so it's going to be great to tell Ricky that he's him and 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 john bass and flower teaching my son how to swear properly so uh, absolutely properly no question about that english Very is good. proper absolutely hey mike let's wrap this up if steve were still here he would say coise 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 and don't be an asshole don't be an asshole and what would you say mike you know uh,
I just want to remind everybody that it's a crazy world out there. Uh, and it's just getting crazier every single fucking day. The weather mm-hmm. patterns are crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, politics are crazy, as we know. Uh, people are crazy. Um, my beer taste is getting crazier. But the thing is, like, COVID is still out there. And right now, we're moving toward an area where we're going to be masking up again. Uh, because there are there are uh, booster resistant, they're saying right now, booster resistant uh, viruses out there, um, COVID, other COVID uh, viruses out there. So we just have to walk around, make sure you wash your hands, make sure that you're doing the things you're supposed to be doing and just be safe, everyone. I hear you there. I hear you there. I don't know if the world's going to do it again, but vaccine this, vaccine resistance is going to be an interesting study, my friend. It's going to be a yeah, really interesting it, study. It is. But the other but thing is, aside from being safe, you what, know, this week we actually get to watch. We're getting rid of this godforsaken international break, which our players are going out and trying their hardest for their countries. And we love that patriotism for your country. But when we get back, Guess what we get? What we do get we get? Ange, we get Ange Ball. And you know what? Tottenham Hotspur action. It's Ange-tastic.